You're listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And it's time right now for the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. And who do we have in the studio today? Shane Grass. And? Trevor. From? <laughs> Nervous Talk. Uh, who are Nervous Talk? Please exemplify why you are Nervous Talk and people should know. And tell us, uh, are you really Nervous Talk? Well, I'm a little bit nervous right now. <laughs> I don't know. What, what makes us nervous talk? Aside from the name. I don't know. We're a band, I guess. We're a band. A band that brings music and is playing tomorrow night with the Pointed Sticks in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, Nervous Talk. Yeah, who we just heard. Trevor and Shane. And Trevor, you brought a whole bunch of tracks. Shane has picked out a bunch of tracks as well to play on the Nardwater Human Serviette Radio Show. And also coming up, we have an interview with Nick from the... Pointed sticks. He's going to be phoning in shortly as well because they're playing. Tell us about the gig that's happening. Uh, it's tomorrow night at the rickshaw. Pointed sticks album release, brand new album. Who else is on the bill? Shane. Nervous Talks also on the bill. <laughs> and a few other rock and roll bands are playing as well. The Vampire Bats and Polly, and it's a late show as well. 10 p.m. tomorrow night. It starts at, at the 10 rickshaw. p.m. 
That's when doors are at 10 p.m. That's when, oh, that is pretty late. It, I, wait, is that a late? What, well, there's, a, there's a comedy show going on before that, and oh. I think it ends And it's called 90. Nervous Talk. Baboom! Oh. Well, actually, it's called Joe Butler. <laughs> have you guys opened for comedies at all? Have you opened? What is, what is your favorite show that you've had? Op- have you opened up for poodles? I love opening up for poodles and puppet, puppet shows. Those are my favorite things. Have you guys opened? What is the closest you've come to opening up for a comedy show? What Aside from playing with the evaporators, uh, boom. What was that 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 uh, group that we opened up for at Victory Square Park? That yeah, it was like <laughs> that a, was a little bit like a comedy show. Yeah, oh, maybe I shouldn't say that. It, it seemed like a karaoke. Group. It's like a karaoke group. Yeah, yeah, we opened for a karaoke group once. Yeah, they were singing the the top forty hits of the day. And you are nervous talk on the Nerdware to Human Serviette radio show playing tomorrow night with. The Pointed Sticks, Polly, and the Vampire Bats. And right off the bat, we heard the Pointed Sticks there. You brought this from your own personal collection there, Trevor, specifically for the reason to play the long version off vinyl. You like that one. What are the differences for that Pointed Sticks track, and why would you like that Pointed Sticks track? Uh, I love that record. That's my probably my favorite comp that I have. Um, I actually heard a funny story from Bill Napier Hemi. When we were in Texas and those guys were playing the Power Pop Fest, they came into my hotel room, and I started playing that without knowing they'd arrived. And that siren song, Bill Napier Hemi, was just like, what the fuck is that noise? And it took until his guitar uh, lead kicked in that he realized he totally forgot that he recorded that version. And you loved the siren. Yeah, I love the siren. And you are Trevor from the band Nervous Talk. And who else is in Nervous Talk, Shane? It's not here right now today. Oh, yeah. Well, we've also got Todd Taylor on lead guitar and often lead vocals. And Joel Butler, who plays mostly rhythm guitar and also lead vocals. And you, Shane, right off the bat, what's it like to tear your ACL? Um, well, it turns out that it's actually uh, there is ACL damage, but it's my MCL that was upon further, uh, you know, once the specialist looked at it, he found it was actually the ACL. For layman terms, what is an MCL, what is an ACL, and what is a Shane? Uh, well, what is a Shane? You're a total disaster. You are a specimen, though. You are a specimen. <laughs> I'm a bit of a specimen. And the MCL is, is, a, is the big ligament on the inside of your knee that basically keeps your knee from going side to side. And that was a, uh, they, uh, when you tear it, there's either a level one, two, or three. And I had a level three, and it was pretty bad. And there was also a fracture in there. It's, re- it's, re- it's so painful. <laughs> it's really painful, and the pain doesn't go away. F- I mean, it hurts right now. What we're sitting here talking, that happened three months ago. It hurts while I'm sitting here. Still. <laughs> like many people say when they listen to the Nardwar to Human Serviette Radio Show, it hurts, and it hurts to be on the Nardwar to Human Serviette Radio Show. But thank you for coming, Shane. I appreciate that. Because yeah. I understand you were earlier at some Thai massage. What is it? Thai well, massage and other types of massage, like deep massage. What's a Thai massage? Well, the, the, the Thai massage I was at today was at Vancouver General Hospital, but I, I like <laughs> Is she Thai? Sorry, I, I know if she's Thai. <laughs> I, was at, I was at physiotherapy, though, and I'm there twice a, twice a a week um, trying to trying to learn how to walk again like a normal person and all this can be blamed on and I'm not saying sp- the specific person but what was the cause of you having okay. this injury ie not what happened but what wh- why were you at the PE okay I know you were at the PE let's <laughs> well, keep making specific- fun of me why I was at the PE well I was there with uh, you know my good friends Matt and Jenna from uh, you know Matt anyways and uh, and my and my girlfriend at the time, <laughs> and uh, 
I we were, well, we were, well, we were we at the scene. Okay, 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 okay. We were at, we were like, we were there watching Sloan. <laughs> <laughs> so it goes back to Sloan. <laughs> it goes back to Sloan. It's Sloan's fault that I was there in the first place. <laughs> Have you ever let them know what happened? That, like you went to see Sloan and then you got injured. I I never let them know. I I would I don't know I don't have any of their phone numbers or anything but and I don't have Facebook so I don't know how to get a really how to get a hold of them. Well, if they're listening right now, what would you like to say to Sloan and the security that they hired? <sighs> to the security, I don't know. To Sloan, I guess there was a there was some good things that came out of it. Maybe maybe I'm thankful deep down inside <laughs> for, for t- some <laughs> like I mean it's a it's a bit of a stretch, but. <laughs> You know, it sort of cleared some things up in my life that maybe needed to be cleared up. Well, thank you so much for coming to the Nardwater Human <laughs> Serviette Radio Show, Shane. Really appreciate you being in pain. And thank you, Trevor, for bringing a whole bunch of tracks. As I mentioned, you guys are playing tomorrow night at the Rickshaw in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, with the Pointed Sticks. And right now you've got a whole bunch of other tracks here. What other yeah. tracks are we going to hear right off the bat here? We're going to hear something by Protex. What can you say about this particular release? Protex. Uh, the release... Oh, it's a reissue. Uh, but this is my favorite song that this band did. Irish punk band. On the Nardwar to Human Serviette Radio Show with special guest DJs. Shane Grass. Trevor. <laughs> Rock and roll. <laughs>
again, you're still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show with special guest DJs. Trevor. And, and Shane. From Nervous Talk on the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. And what did we just hear in that last little set there, Trevor? All right. That last song was The Private Dicks, Don't Follow My Lead. Um, before that, The Dills, Mr. Big, and starting it off, Protex, listening in. The Private Dicks, I know nothing about them. Yeah, me either. Baboom. They're from uh, Bristol. That's about all I know. And how did you discover them? Uh, from that label, Rave Up Records. They put that LP out, uh, I think it was like five, six years ago, and I bought it without knowing them. It's great. And there's some interesting liner notes on there I quickly looked at, and there's a Robbie Williams connection. There actually is a Robbie Williams connection. I love that. I think that's a common name. <laughs> no, we want to believe it's a Robbie it Williams connection. Incredible if it is. When he was three years old, he'd play guitar in that band. And also we heard some Protex in there as well. They've done some reunion shows, haven't they? Mm, yeah, I think so. Or have they not? Uh, they've gotten back together in the last five years and played, I think, in New York. And your band, did it ever get back together? Has Nervous Talk ever broken up, Shane? We've, I th- yeah, I think we've broken up before. Like, we've maybe, close. Li- uh, like maybe not for more than a, a day, but I mean, it's we've definitely had some. <laughs> we've had some discussions. <laughs> what were the discussions about? Well, well, I don't want to point anybody out here or anything, <laughs> but I mean, you know, everyone's got their own lives, and sometimes they conflict. Mm. How about from the way people look? How would you describe Trevor? And Trevor, how would you describe Shane? This is for the people that are listening right now live here. And how would you describe the members of the band that aren't here right now? I've been told that uh, Nervous Talk resembles Cheap Trick. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, you got uh, two kind of like normal nerdy guys and two... I don't don't say you're a normal nerdy guy, but you're definitely tidy. Rick Nielsen's nerdy. And he wears a hat too, doesn't he? Yeah. And you wear a hat. Uh, yeah. How long have you been wearing a hat on stage? Because I know in the Ballotines you didn't always wear a hat, did you? I've had bad luck with haircuts. So yeah, what inspired you to wear a hat? And what's it like wearing a hat on stage? I've tried, but like, it goes flying. I guess when you're kind of keeping on spot, what are the tips for people wearing a hat on stage? Tight fit. Wait, you've been wearing a hat on stage with Nervous Talk? A couple times. When? <laughs> I saw some photos of you guys like, in Victoria wearing a hat. Oh, yeah, once in a while. Like, like, how dare you, you wear know, a I've, hat? I've had bad yeah, luck what's with, next? Uh, Shorts? with hairdressers. So. <laughs> Shane, you're originally from the prairies, aren't you? Uh, kind of. He's born in Vancouver. He's a liar. <laughs> I was born in Vancouver. What's Ananata Art House? Oh, <laughs> wow. How'd you pick that out? It's a, it's a town in Forget, Saskatchewan, or Forget. Saskatchewan. That's how it's spelt, but I guess that's not how it's pronounced. But uh, I was playing upright bass with this uh, this jazz singer hired me to play bass with her. And it's this tiny... Now, the, the population of the town is about 25, I think. And I think there was like 31 people at this gig, so it was pretty good. And it's just this house they have... I don't know. They have artists and musicians come there and they feed them and, and they have everyone from the area come around and listen to music. You're born in Vancouver, but you were living in the prairies. Did you distribute Nerve magazine in Regina? Yes, I did. I did for uh, for a little while there until they kind of until it sort of things sort of ended with them. But yeah, I did. I, wow, the, that. <laughs> yep, I sure did. I was, uh, and there wasn't there was way too many Nerve magazines to 
for Regina that I was receiving. I was getting these boxes and boxes of nerd magazines, and the, I think only about five people must have picked them up. I mean, I dropped them off around town, but I mean, I was I was sleeping on those things in our jam space. <laughs> That's great, though, getting the word out. I yeah. was curious about the pickup rate of what it was. Because I know for yeah. Vice magazine, it's like 100% pickup rate. But Nerve, a magazine from Vancouver, getting out there. They were trying. That's they were great. trying. Yeah, they sure were. And I, all I did was express some interest. And they said, would you like to get involved? And I said, yeah, sure. You also played some other bands like the Hot Blood Bombers and the Lonely Vulcans. What were those bands? The Lonely Vulcans? Um, no, they're, uh, that's, a, isn't that a, that's a Winnipeg band. Um, but I did do a, a, I think we did a split with that, with, with those guys from last night. No, maybe, no, no, we didn't. Um, Hot Blood Bombers. Actually, the guitar player from Hot Blood Bombers, Dave David, is listening in right now. Hi, Dave. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I was just talking to him on the phone right before the show. Um, that was a, that was a really fun band, like rock and roll band. We did uh, a lot of touring. I don't think anyone noticed, but we sure, like, we were sure on the road a lot. <laughs> Did you get to play Amigos? Uh, yeah, we played Amigos a few times, for sure. Where more bands have been fucked and sucked and chucked than any other club? <laughs> Is that true? It, it used to be that way, actually. Yeah. I think in the 90s and maybe early 2000s, because you'd play Amigos. It's amazing. What would you describe Amigos? as a Mexican restaurant. Uh, well, I know you like we'd always get a Wicked Meal there. And they would pay us somewhat. And then I usually remember, like, smoking and stuff in the kitchen after the show later on. Like, after the bar closed, everyone would, like, pile into the kitchen and just start partying. Like, you're, sat, you're like, sitting on the line, like, we're on the cooking line. And, like, you're, you know. Exactly. <laughs> that's debauchery. What, that's what used to happen yes. when they had rooms up above where the band got to stay oh, in yeah. the band room above. So instead of the party moving the kitchen, the whole crowd just moved upstairs to the band room. And that sort of fucking and sucking and chucking <laughs> up in there and it's hilarious because I've seen reviews of bands and like their exploits like tour reviews you know what was your tour like and like some bands like Sick It of All and stuff like that have said like yeah we had to play this tiny Mexican restaurant I'm like alright amigos I don't know if it was Sick It of All complaining I think they probably loved it but it was they, they hosted many bands I think it was Brent that booked the place wasn't it or Brent mm, I don't know who was doing it when we were there uh I'm not sure. But also the numerous complaints about ashes and burritos, I'd assume. <laughs> well, it's funny because right on the line, like where you'd have like, you know, salt and pepper. There's also like a basket full of like paraphernalia, like grinders and papers and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and that was just the rock and roll band. What band were you playing there with, with Amigos? Was it the Hot Blood Bombers? Hot, Hot Blood Bombers. Yeah, we, we played there. I, I played there with a couple different bands over the years, but... That was the main one. And now sure. you're in Nervous Talk. Yeah, I am. You are playing Trevor. Trevor, they're playing. They're playing. Are Tomorrow they? night. Oh. Nervous Talk with the Pointed Sticks, Vampire Bats, and Polly. That's at the rickshaw. And Nick at the Pointed Sticks is phoning in shortly to the Nardwarda Human Serviette Radio Show. And to prepare you for Nick, Trevor and Shane have assembled an amazing compilation of records that you've brought out here to the Nardwarda Human Serviette Radio Show. We're going to actually hear something right now from Teenage Head to kick off, aren't we, even this little yeah. segment of preparation. And yeah. you were saying, Shane, speaking of touring adventures. Of touring, yeah. Um, we were at Hot Blood Bombers, actually. We were out in Hamilton, Ontario, uh, doing a few shows with the Rocket Reducers. Um, and we were at the bar there, This Ain't Hollywood. And there, um, I don't know if he still does it, but Gordy Lewis did a thing called Gordy Lewis Songbook, where he would just play a bunch of old tunes like Ramon songs and Teenage Head songs with his band. 
and you could get up and sing with the band. So uh, Matt Alice played guitar, and I went up and sung, and we did Tearing Me Apart, and it was pretty fun. Ooh, and I also... actually, I think we have a hello caller. Are you there? Caller, yes, caller's here. Oh, call! It's Nick from the Pointed Sticks. Has oh. just phoned in. <laughs> hey, Nick. You were How's hearing it? in the background there, Shane and Trevor from Nervous Talk. Oh, excellent, excellent. Hi, guys. They're live here. On you, you have something to say I to do. Nick? I uh, do. Nick, do you remember when we were in Texas? Uh, in in two. Probably smell it. Yeah, how you doing, man? Uh-oh. Oh, go, go ahead. Hello? No, hello? Nick, you still there? Yeah, I think so. I think we dropped out for a second there, Okay, though. go ahead, Trevor. All right, so Nick told me a story of uh, Point of Sticks playing in, I think it was Toronto back in the day with Teenage Head, and while Point of Sticks were on stage, Teenage Head came out and slashed all four of the tires in the van. No, no, that's not the case at all. No? No? What happened with, oh, no. <laughs> that's a good modification to the story, though. No. <laughs> Maybe it was, it was Gord that told me then. <laughs> It was them uh, making us set up in front of them on a stage that was completely tiny with Dimwit playing the drums. And uh, so we let the air out of their tires after we'd packed up our gear and uh, were prepared to drive away for the night. So Actually, that's <laughs> even better. <laughs> Had that happened to you before at all, Nick? And who are you again, Nick? Who are you? Who are you? I'm Nordward of Human Serviette, and who are you? <laughs> uh, Nick Jones here. From the Point of Sticks playing tomorrow night at the Rickshaw in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And Nick, who else is in the Pointed Sticks? Well, Gord, who's standing right next to me on the speakerphone. Hi, Nardward. It's Gord from the Pointed Sticks. Hope to see you down at the show tomorrow night. Welcome to the Nardward of Human Serviette Radio Show, Gord. And I was curious, for you guys, when you've been playing gigs, you just mentioned having to sit up, set up in front of Teenage Head. Had that ever happened with any other gigs? Was that normal? Oh, well, no, because a lot of the times people were just sharing drums, so no. But even if they weren't, no, that wasn't normal, especially in a situation like that. We already had a name at that point. They were just being dicks. And you were appointed Sticks rhymes with Dick and actually had Ernie Dick. Doesn't Ernie Dick work out at UBC? Uh, yeah, probably with you. Ba-boom! Uh, back to the rickshaw. You're back to the rickshaw, Nick, to undo the past of your last gig there from November 3rd, 2012. What happened for the people that don't know? Like, you lost your sh voice on your last ever show, so now you have to go back? I think we lost our mojo, but now we have back to reclaim it. No, we just got bored not playing, so we wanted to play again. What do you remember about that last show? Because I remember seeing you, and your, your voice had been sort of lost. You all had, like, laryngitis or something like that. Yeah, thanks for reminding me. <laughs> Hi, it's Gord here. All I remember is Nick killed, like, half a bottle of Jack Daniels on stage and nearly fell off the stage and <laughs> killed himself. And Bill couldn't sing because he had a horrible flu cold. And, and Tony as well. And Tony, Tony as well. There's Tony. Hey, Nardwar, I'm looking at a picture of you right now. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, Tony Bardock. And I was curious, Gord, when was the last, last gig that you guys did? Like, you had your last Pointed Sticks gig ever on November the 3rd, 2012, we thought. But there was another last gig before then. When was the last gig before the last gig? How many last gigs have there been? <laughs> I'm guessing six. Every gig could be your last. That's the way that we approach it. <laughs> what was the last gig, though? Was it 1980? What was the last gig? Was it 81? Was it that like? 80, yeah, 81 was the was the last gig that uh, we did for, for for 25 years. Yes. Was that like at a roller rink in North Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada? 
Yep, that's exactly right. That was the last. Was it a private party too? It wasn't at a roller rink. It was in a warehouse on Powell Street, like one of those new storage kind of warehouses on Powell Street. But the guy was kind of a lofty warehousey kind of thing. Some rich guy that paid us to play there, and uh, that was the last gig. And then you came back strong in 2000. Terrible gig to do for your last ever gig. What do you remember about that gourd? Were you at that gig? I remember walking home from that gig in the rain. That was what I remember. And that's it. It was over. And then, as I mentioned, in 2005, you came back with a reenactment, not a reunion. It was a reenactment? 2006. 2006. That was the reenactment. Yeah. 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 Not a reunion. Nope. All original members, like the Sex Pistols as well. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. And it made me think, Jim Walker from Pill, he was associating with Johnny Ro- Johnny Rotten from the Sex Pistols. He was from Vancouver. What was he like? What do you guys remember about Jim Walker? Tony would be the only one who can answer that. I know, know Jim. Huh? But I know his, name, his bass player, John, and he's a swell guy. Yeah. But was that sort of like an interesting goal for you guys? Like, here's a guy in a local band that ends up joining Johnny Rotten's band from England. I guess I was just curious about that. When you guys got to England, was he the first person you looked up? That was pretty amazing. Somebody from a local Vancouver band joining Johnny Rotten. Yeah, we all tried to get in as well, but he wouldn't have us. Open editions. Yeah, well, that's what we thought. Have you guys ever had editions in the pointed sticks at all before? We had great auditions back in the day <laughs> for drummers. Uh, we had great auditions. One, yeah, people turning up with like eighty-five drums and uh, gongs and things like that. Yeah. There was one particular. This is Gord. There was one great particular uh, uh, thing. Guy came in, set up his drums for like half an hour, and then he played one minute. And we said no thanks. <laughs> Take your drums and go home. <laughs> and we're speaking here to the Pointed Sticks playing tomorrow night at the rickshaw in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada with Nervous Talk, who are also live in the Nardwater Human Survey Radio Show, the Vampire Bats, and as well, Polly. Now, you guys have covered a lot of songs, but I noticed you also covered 125 by The Haunted. Did you really cover 125 by The Haunted, Nick? Yes. How did you discover that song? Because that was a pretty cool cover. Uh, Ian was from Montreal. And Local Legends? That's why you had to do it? Uh, pretty much, yeah. yeah. It's a great song, too. I think we did it at a Halloween gig. That's what we learned it for. That uh, Halloween win a dream date with Dimwit gig. I think that's when we learned that song. How many times have you guys been to Japan? Is it twice? Twice. Do you think you'll be going back on this new round of gigs? Hopefully. When you're in Japan playing, some of the rarities you're presented with are pretty amazing. I noticed you were presented with a 1979 UK out of luck 12-inch on Stiff. How rare is that? What was that release, the out of luck 12-inch on Stiff? And Japanese fans had that. Well, I don't know. Um, I don't know how rare it was. There might have been 500, maybe. I don't know. It was like a promo item? I've never seen that before. I think I have one. I think they put all they all, put all sorts of singles out on 12-inch back then. That was kind of a common sort of thing to do. I've seen it, but I don't yeah. have one. Yeah. I've got one. Well, Gord, it doesn't even have a special sleeve. No, it doesn't have a sleeve. Yeah, sleeve. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is there a picture sleeve for it, or is it just a generic no. stiff sleeve? 
No, it's not even a generic stiff sleeve. I think mine's just in like a, a slip cover, basically. What about the pointed sticks American song 7-inch? What was the deal on that, the 7-inch? You know, I love all these pointed sticks collectibles, and that's one I've always wanted to get, the American song 7-inch. What was that? You don't have that? No. How rare is that? <laughs> He's got, I don't know how much you're willing to pay. <laughs> oh, how many people have been tracking you down, Nick, for stuff like that? Like, you're yeah. Nick, the singer of The Pointed Sticks. I'm interested in your show, but I'm interested in your record your record collection. Yeah. Uh, no one's ever come and read my... I don't let anybody in my house, though, so there you go. What about the Rude Norton 7-inch? Because you also play on the Rude Norton 7-inch. Yeah, how much do you want to pay for that? How much, how much is that going for? Uh, I think I've seen that for like 200 bucks before. Have you seen that, Trevor, at all? Yeah, the, the I think I've seen it double that. Like, I how, yeah. how many of those do you have? How many do I have? Yeah. The original no, um, probably two, two or three, maybe. And Nick of the Pointed Sticks. No, none of the original cover. And Nick of the Pointed Sticks, if people are trying to track you down and learn more about Nick Jones of the Pointed Sticks, I notice that you come up as being part of the Beyonce and Jay-Z on the run tour. <laughs> Hello? Yeah, he was a moonlighting thing. Background singer. Yeah. Uh, what was the deal on that? You are in the official credits for Next the Be- for the Beyonce and Jay Z. <laughs> Have you met many of these artists that you've worked with in your merchandise? Okay. Next question is this: Have you ever heard of the band the Sonics at all? Covered by the Pointed Sticks, Nick. Oh, sure, but I haven't seen them. They've played here a couple of times. I'm sure everybody else has seen them, but I was never around to be able to see them. But I heard they were great, and I saw the videos, and they were great. They've put on a great show. They played the rickshaw as well. And Rob Lind of the Sonics told me that one time he was flying his airplane because he was a pilot, and he was flying Bruce Springsteen. And Bruce Springsteen came up to Rob Lind, uh, the saxophone player of the Sonics, and said something like, I never knew you were in the Sonics. I love that. That band, and then they became instant friends. I guess I was curious: Have you run into people that didn't know you were in the Pointed Sticks, and now are really excited to meet you now that you are in the Pointed Sticks at all, Nick? Well, Springsteen was one of them, yeah. But what about all the other bands? ACDC, Rush, Maiden, Cooper, of course. Monty Python. Has anybody pr- presented Monty Python a Pointed Sticks record at all? I doubt it, but I'm. You're the man for that job, though. I've tried. I've tried. I haven't got anywhere, though. What exactly is left in the vault? Thanks for the French Ferdinand thing, by the way. That's great. That was great. It's cool that they covered real thing as well. First Pointed Sticks covers, not many people covered a real thing. The most popular one is, like, Out of Luck, isn't it? I like them. What do you want me to do? I think is it too. Yeah. Because I thought it was cool that Franz Ferdinand covered "Real Thing" because it's not the easiest song to sing. It's like a bit more slow. How is "Real Thing" a hard one to sing? Would you guys are you guys going to be playing "Real Thing" tomorrow night at the rickshaw? They're all hard. <laughs> they are at this point. They're all hard. Which is the hardest one you've had to relearn, or when you guys like, got back together? I didn't have to re. I didn't have to relearn them. It's just hard to do it. You know. So. Yeah, that's one of the hardest, though, for sure. Is there anything missing at all from the Pointed Sticks discography at all, Nick? Like, for instance, the Mushroom Studio sessions, you were saying there's a couple songs missing. Is there something that you'd really like to hear? Um, well, I mean, I would like to hear them if they existed, but I'm pretty sure they don't at this point. So, yeah. No, no, pretty, the vaults have pretty much been trolled 
I would say, of, uh, of pointed sticks material. But between uh, waiting for the real thing and the uh, skiff session thing, that's that's pretty much everything. So, I think it's neat on your new LP, you have a co-write with one of the bands that you played with in Japan. Like a band yeah. you played with ended up yeah. thinking, we can do better, and they mailed you a song of how to do better. What did you think about that? Well, that's not exactly how it went down, but yeah. <laughs> um um, yeah, it's great that uh, we had a co-write with a Japanese guy. What do you think of the record? Young Parisian was the song. Yeah, Young Parisian. Young yes. Parisian was the name of the band. Soon song. Sune. Sune. Because I was. How does yeah. how does one win over the pointed sticks, Nick of the pointed sticks? How does one win over? Because like to mail you a song and for you guys to actually use that song, that's pretty incredible. Like I was well, a- I was able to win over the Franz Ferdinand, but I gave them all the songs from all the Vancouver bands, and they chose the pointed sticks. Like I was wow. able to, I was able I didn't to. Know that you never told me that before. That's that's cool. Yeah, they chose the real thing of all the different songs. So I was curious, how does one win over the pointed sticks? How did you know when somebody mails you a song? What what makes the song good for you? How do you win well, over he, the pointed sticks? He, he was a friend of ours, and we were just talking about it when we were there, and we said, hey, you should write a song for us. And he sent us a demo. It's a tiny little demo. The demo that he sent. It's like about a minute and 20 seconds long, and it's sort of, it's the essence of what the song ended up being. But it wasn't like a finished song or anything that he sent us. So, oh, Nick, yeah. of the Pointed Sticks, what do you remember about playing with the Wipers in Seattle? There's that cool gig poster of you guys playing with Greg Sage and the Wipers in Seattle. Do you have any memories of that gig at all? I don't really, but I remember the gig we played with them in Portland. We played sort of a biker tavern kind of place in Portland, probably on the same, you know, on the same run of shows. And I remember that gig better than uh, better than I remember the one in Seattle. What was the Portland gig like? What was the reception for you guys? And what do you remember about the Wipers? I just, I just remember being absolutely blown away by the Wipers that night. So, yeah, they were really great. And winding up here with Nick from the Point of Sticks playing tomorrow night at the Rickshaw in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada with the Vampire Bats and Polly as well. You also played in Langley at the King Tut disco and they build you as the pointed sticks s-t-y-x yeah double bill with jello wrestling <laughs> baboom what was that like was that a rough gig the wrestling was rough <laughs> your kid got in Jimbo got in there what was that like playing langley at that club uh, what, did you get your fans to come out to see you with their dedicated what do you think it was like playing langley in 1980 it was not good <laughs> well, what <laughs> i think but here's the thing i think you had such a devoted fan base they would have followed you i'm guessing like at least 50 of your own fans would have come out to see you maybe not that many but there was always people at every single one of those gigs that we played in the tough places there was people that came out to see but there were our fans that came out for us and we'd always win you know a few of them over you're never going to win all of them over that's for sure in a place like that it seems like a lot's documented too like those youtube clips that showed up a few years ago of you guys at new wave a go-go and the fab mab what did you think about those shows it's cool people can go on youtube and type in youtube Pointed Sticks and Jim Jones. YouTube, Pointed Sticks and Fab Mab. What do you remember about those shows? Hmm. Hmm. Would you you listen to recordings of all these old shows of yours that have popped up here and there? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't really listen to them, you know. (laughs) Uh, I remember Dirksen being really nice to us. Yeah, yeah. I have good memories of San Francisco, that's for sure. And how about all your kids? What do they think of the Pointed Sticks? Like, for instance, Tony, Alexa. Loves the pointed sticks, right? 
Hey. Alexa loves to point at sticks, right? You said it there. And how about, about, hey, we gotta go. We gotta go back to practice again. Okay. Well, thanks so much, Nick. Um, lastly, one last thing. What's the really exciting thing about Lubick's bacon and eggs? Seventy-five cents for bacon and eggs. Yep. Now, was that cheap back then in the eighties? Seventy-five cents for bacon and eggs. Was that cheap? No, no, not at all. I mean, that was really a high-end breakfast back in that day. Didn't <laughs> Is that place still there? Is the building still there at all? No. I think the building might still be there. They and had a smoke shop across the street for a while, but that closed down too. And but right, we do got to go. And right so, now we're gonna right we're gonna cut right now to uh, la la la. Anything you want to say about la 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 right now? Uh, uh, yeah, um, yeah, that's Juvenile Hall singing on that. All right. Well, thanks so much, Nick. Keep on rocking in the free world and do do the loot do.
The mic, okay, and you're still listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. Turn on the mic with the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show guests. Who do we have in the studio still on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show? Shane Grass, Trevor R. From the band Nervous Talk. And we just heard right way, 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 way back when an interview with Nick from the Pointed Sticks who are playing with Nervous Talk. Tomorrow night, right, Shane? That's right. <laughs> At the rickshaw. Tomorrow night, the Point of Sticks are playing. We played a track by the Point of Sticks, La La La, brand new by the Pointed Sticks. And then right after that, what did we hear? Do you want to go after or before? Right after it. Right after. Uh, Teenage Head, You're Tearing Me Apart. That was chosen by Shane. And Shane, you said, I don't know if you finished the story completely, but you were saying I you were on did. tour and you got to jump up on stage and do karaoke with Gord Lewis from... That's right, head. yeah. And, and you did that song. And we did that song, yeah. And Matt Ellis, uh, Rocket Reducers, was on guitar, too. Um, Rocket Reducers, they were a fun band. Hamilton. What's his new band? Flesh Rag. Flesh Rag. Flesh Rag. And then right after that, the Teenage Head, we heard a little bit of the... I believe that was the Outcasts, wasn't we, it? we heard the Outcasts. Yeah, Teenage Rebel Outcasts. Uh, From Ireland. From Ireland. And you were saying, they're in a movie, the Good Vibrations movie, but you don't always like people playing people. Yeah, I don't like those kind of movies, but they are in that movie, Good Vibrations, if I do remember correctly. And you love that movie. You don't like those type of movies, but you love that movie. That one was, uh, that was good. That was a good movie. No denying. No denying. And then after that, we played a little bit of the Moderns, didn't we? Moderns, yeah. So Patrick from Hosehead, uh, he put out... What track did we hear by by the... uh, Sorry, what what track did we hear by the Outcast? Oh, by the Outcast. That was Teenage Rebel. And then from the Moderns, uh, the year of today. So this was reissued just recently on Hosehead Records. (laughs) I'm adjusting the mic for the drummer. Yeah. Do you get a mic when you... Does Trevor get a mic when he plays at uh, all? Absolutely not. No, I hate Don Henley. Baboom. Okay. Uh, so anyway, the year of today, this was reissued by Hosehead Records. It just came out. The Moderns. The Moderns. Uh, four amazing songs. I just dropped my cover. 
Now, speaking of the cover that you dropped, they recreated Hosehead Records better than any other Modern's reissue before. It had been floating about in some reissued form, but never as magnificently as this, right? Yeah, as far as uh, Patrick from Hosehead They're a Swedish me, band. Maybe a bit of background on them. Yeah, you just called it correctly. Uh, and it was reissued in Japan, but uh, this particular cover, uh, I think they screened it from Jeff McCloy from the Transmitters, his original copy, very expensive. Uh, and then it was... The artwork was touched up by Ken from Mother's Children in, in Ottawa, so cross-Canada connection there. And if you buy the release, it comes with a little mod pin, too, a little uh, mod pin. I never pin. got one. There's a little mod pin. I've seen it at different record stores, but no liner notes, you're saying, because the band wanted to recreate the feeling of the original 7-inch. Yeah, I think Patrick as well just wanted to have the to recreate the original 45, so there's no liner notes, nothing fancy. You get a pin, though. And all these tunes brought in by Nervous Talk, Trevor and Shane, and Shane, as well as Nervous Talking, you also do some tape jamming. What is tape jamming? What is a tape jamming? You do some tape jamming. Tape jam is pretty much the funnest movie night in town. It's uh, every Tuesday night. Basically, I have a... Where? At What's Up Hot Dog on Hastings. Um, Not far from Singles Going Steady and Horses Records. That's Yeah, right next door. Um, basically I have a, a lot of, I have a problem with tapes. I've got a lot of VHS tapes in my oh, apartment. Yeah. You love those. Hey, Trevor. Yeah. We went on tour, uh, with the isotopes for five weeks. And by the time we got back to Vancouver, the back of my fucking van was full of tapes. I, and I, I ended up throwing them away. I gave him the Valley Village and he hasn't forgotten. I've never forgiven you. But anyway, so I play, a, I, I pick some cool old movies and, uh, I do some research and I do a little talk about the movie. And then we then we all watch the movie together. And uh, uh, starting January, I'm going to start my uh, I'm going to start doing mixtapes to show, and I'm going to start just dubbing everything and selling bootlegs as well. So what are some of the those. movies that you show? You were saying you do a little bit of an introduction, and you play mm -hmm. the movies. What have you shown? What are you going to show? Just a little teaser for people to yeah. make them out. Well, last week we showed a really cool one called Surf Two: The End of the Trilogy. Which is a pretty uh, rare one. It never made it to DVD, and it's not on YouTube or anything like that. And it's got a really cool soundtrack. Lots of fun bands from the '80s. Came out in '84, um, and it's about. Uh, it was about like these surfer. This 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 nerd wanted to like get back at the surfers and take the beach back kind of thing. So he developed this cola called Buzz Cola that had a secret ingredient that would turn whoever drank it into like these garbage eating punk zombies. So that's his plan to get rid of the surfers. Anyways, uh, two of the surfers and the main characters they figure out his plan and they they stop him, in order to uh, so that they're able to compete in the big surf competition that weekend. Anyway, so that's what we played last week. Um, next week I'm showing From Beyond, which is you know, the H.P. Lovecraft's From Beyond, uh, written by Stuart Gordon, like from Reanimator that wrote Reanimator, also. Um, later on in the month, we've got a good Canadian flick, uh, Black Christmas, which is a good, like one of the first slashers, you know, paved the way for all those 80 slashers. So movies. people go to What's Up Dog, which doesn't only have hot dogs, they have other stuff on they the have, menu they have, too. They also have How's It Going Hamburgers. <laughs> and they, you sit there and you eat and you watch. You sit there, it's an earlier night, 7.30 every Tuesday night, and you come in and, uh, so you can still, you can still get to bed, so you can get to work tomorrow kind of thing. And, uh, yeah, I, I do a little, I kind of let everyone know what they're about to watch. And then we all sit down and watch it together, and it's super fun. And it's you can be loud or whatever. 
From the Surf 2, was Surf 2, is that what it was called? Yeah. Surf 2, did anybody go on to anything? Like, did you recognize any of the characters or um, any of the music yeah, in the um, movie? Yeah, definitely. The soundtrack had, uh, there's a huge beach party dance scene with the Untouchables playing on the movie. The ska band? Yeah. Oh, no way. Do you think Wild Child? I uh, spy for the no, FBI? They call, it's called uh, Dance Beat. I think it's the song's called. Oh, awesome! I um, love the Untouchables. And it's just this create like it's just girls in bikinis dancing for for the whole song on the beach and with the Untouchables playing like performing on the movie. Um, there's Circle Jerks are on there, the Ventures, you know, just the uh, actors. How about any of the actors? The, the actors, the guy that played the geek, it's Eddie. Uh, no, I don't have my notes with me. Do, but, do you know Diesel, what he went on Diesel? to? Yeah, he also played like he also played like uh, Eugene in Greece and in Greece too. You know, he played he played the he played the kind of nerd character in a lot of those '80s movies. So check it out, Tape Jam every Tuesday. What time? At seven thirty. At What's Up Dog. Yeah. And it's, it's pretty hot dog. And it must be pretty mean because What's Up Dog, run by Matt L. Snakes yeah. of the Isotopes. Um, yeah, Isotopes and formerly uh, Shitty Neighbors. And of the <laughs> and Isotopes, who are very much so into. Uh, <clears throat> Baseball, because you guys are part of the Isotopes, right? Uh, yeah, I, I've I've played I've played some shows with Isotopes, <laughs> and to allow non-baseball material to be played at What's Up Dog, that shows must be a certain quality, isn't it? Because a lot of times it's baseball only in there, right? Yeah, they do they do play baseball, like no games. Canucks, just no, baseball, just like Blue Jays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I think it's good be, uh, because maybe it is something a little different for them, you know, branch out a little bit. And Shane, <laughs> you've also seen Trevor in action, haven't you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. On, on that Real Mackenzie's tour, wasn't there some action? Yeah, yeah there was some action. Um, <laughs> we were parked out. Both vans were parked out in front of the hotel in, in Banff. And this guy comes up to the window. I mean, he's he's clearly wasted, which is fine. Whatever. We're a bunch of nice guys. We chat. He's chatting, and he's like, but then he starts being like, What's, what are you guys doing here? A bunch of dudes in a van. And then he starts reaching into the van and grabbing stuff. And we're like, dude, just back off. No big deal. He reaches in and grabs a deck of cards and then, like, throws all the cards inside the deck. And I guess he doesn't, he's never, doesn't know how many cards are in a deck, but he's like, let's play 53 card pickup. And, he, and we're like, I, I mean, by this time, it was like, that's it. So I hop out of the back of the van with Evan and we run out and we grab this guy. And we're just going to, the idea was we're just going to rough him up a bit and be like, get, get the hell out of here. Cause he's sort of, that was the last straw kind of thing. And then, so we're out there. We got him. We're just, we got him. And then Mackenzie's don't know it, but they they think we're like there's some kind of there's trouble, right? Isotopes are in trouble. We gotta help them. So they all pile out of the van like all these like seven big dudes in kilts come running after, and then they all pile on this guy. I after that, like Trevor came out and just, like we were all out there. Wait, Did Trevor the guy have friends at all? They left. Those friends just <laughs> took off. They disappeared. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, there was a, but all of a sudden everybody was fighting. There was there was people. There was bystanders like hopping in trying to like s help stop out. it, and then they got some of it. Someone got there was a. I saw someone get a bottle in the face. Someone got kicked in the head. I like uh, things just got. And this all happened within the matter of about so other people seconds. decided to jump in and fight, and they didn't know what they were really fighting for. It just exploded into like this huge brawl in in under a minute. All of a sudden everyone was fighting and bleeding, and there was well, and it ended everywhere. from uh, the guy getting bottled across the face yeah so then so then the police show up and they're like they're like you know they're asking us and what's going on and we're like yeah i don't know this guy was bothering us and i don't know what happened after that so then when the cops are talking to troy who's tour manager with mckenzie and bass player they're, they're like okay so what happened here at that 
exact moment when they're asking Troy what happened, this drunk guy that started it reaches around the cop and punches Troy in the face. And then the cops go, is that the guy? And he's like, yep. They're like, all right. So they take that guy away to jail <laughs> and uh, tell us all to get go to bed and uh, have a good night. <laughs> On tour with the Isotopes and Real McKenzie's. And, of course, members of the Isotopes play in the rock and roll band known as... Nervous Talk. Nervous Talk. We're playing tomorrow night with the Point of Sticks, Vampire Bats, and Polly at the Rickshaw. At the Rickshaw. Tomorrow night, Late Show, starts at 10 p.m. I was just wondering with that fight where Real McKenzie's jumped in. You mentioned wearing kilts. Were they naked under the kilt? Oh, yeah. yeah, They're purists. So does that mean when they jump on you, cock goes right in your face? Yeah, it's very intimidating. Yeah, you're getting Paul's huge nuts in your eyes. (laughs) Because they are hardcore with that. They always wear the kilts 24-7 on tour. They got in a fight on stage. Uh, They they called the guy out that was wearing a kilt in the audience. Said, are you? Are you? You better be uh, not wearing underwear under there. And the guy was. Oh. So they made the guy. They made the guy put his underwear on his head for the rest of the night. <laughs> and he had, I forget what else he had to do. Some other punishment as well. And then he kicked them. Yeah. And now we have something selected personally by Nervous Talk. We have the Village People. Yep. With, We're gonna play some Village People right now with their punk song. Yeah, food uh, fight, and this is incredible. This song is like as good as anything Devo ever. Did. Isn't it very Devo esque? Isn't it's it? Very Devo esque. Uh, I guess not many people probably know the Village People made a, a punk, punk record, a punk exploitation. Is this the best track off? Because I've only heard Food Fight. This is the track, Food Fight. It's, it really is the only one worth listening to. It's there the Renaissance LP, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's actually kind of hard to find. So here we go. Select it personally for you, the listeners. Here we have. The band known as the Village People doing Food Fight! The Nardward Human Survey Radio Show with special <laughs> guest DJs. Mmm, Food Fight. Taking a city by storm, pipe three. Punk exploitation. Get ready. 
Listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show with special guest DJs Shane Grass and Shane. Who do you have beside you? Yeah, Trevor R. And you guys are from the band Nervous Talk. Nervous Talk. And Shane, you were saying your friend is a CITR listener. We got to give him props for listening to CITR Radio. Yeah, we sure do. Sean Cavanaugh. And uh, he wanted to mention the Evaporators in Nelson in 1996 at a garage skate park. 
He said maybe 95. <laughs> Amazing. With the rock and roll band Cub also, going way oh, yeah, back. Thank you for remembering that. And thank you for listening. Appreciate that. Yeah, Sean, I mean, he plays the show. He always plays the show at work and everything every Friday for sure. Also and Sean, if you're listening, Sean, do do the loot do. That was for you to fill in. <laughs> uh, William Hay, also of the Painted Ship, says hi. Amazing. Amazing. The legendary Painted Ship. The I legendary. love the Painted Ship. Has he talked to you about playing with the Who when they jammed together? Uh, I've heard those stories from uh, Keith McCafferty and Rob Frith. Or Frith. <laughs> I said the wrong one. Uh, at Neptune Records. I've heard those stories. Absolute, They're amazing. Absolutely incredible. Also, shout out to Darren from The Vindicators, who yeah. has a brand new band called The Fags. The Fags. And we've got their 7-inch. You're going to be playing them in upcoming weeks in the Nerdwater Human Serviette Radio Show. Also, giving it to the station because Darren was hopefully going to come into the Nardwart Human Serviette Radio Show one day and he even has a playlist that he would like to play. He even gave a little playlist. Yeah, he sent me the playlist for me and you to play in his absence, but uh, never got there. But thank you for the playlist, Darren. I appreciate it. The Damned, The Quick, The Nerves, The Headless Horseman, The Cynics, J.D. Blackfoot, The Moving Sidewalks, The Headcoats, The Von Zippers, The Grains of Sand, The Starfires, The Huda Creation, and The Sex Pistols as well. Thank you for thinking it, Darren. We will have Darren in on the Nardwarty Human Servant Radio yeah. Show when he comes to town. Darren played in the rock and roll band The Vindicators, and how did you meet Darren? Because he's from Calgary, you're from Calgary. How did you initially meet him? Like the very first, like how did you encounter Darren? Uh, to my memory, my first encounter, I bought my first Vespa um, and I'd heard he was a scooter guy in town in Calgary. So I got in contact with him, went to his house and ever since then, been really close. And he was in the rock and roll band The Vindicators and I have a little gift for you what? right here <laughs> Trevor. The ticket for when The Vindicators played the Oh God My Mom's on Channel 10 record release party Holy. at the Cinderella Ballroom which I think you have the poster for. Is that part? Of, is that the slip mat? Yes, the slip mat poster. Oh, for the as record. As part of the Oh God, My Mom's on Channel 10 record at the Cinderella wow. Ballroom, where another real McKenzie story, they always are involved in stuff. Even 25 years ago, they were involved. Paul McKenzie came to that gig, and he ended up breaking a window. It was this weird. of like, all the people <laughs> that break the window. And he also kidnapped me and put me in his van. It was like, amazing. I just loved that. Um, I, had, uh, I had pints with him a couple of weeks ago and I mentioned the Spits they're essentially my favorite band of all time and he has known those guys because he lived in Seattle for a bit and he kind of he told me that he told the Spits uh, about the image that they're now known for that they should go for this kind of spacey mutant I don't know thing and they went with it and it worked but he Paul McKenzie claims that was his idea and you played with the Spits. How was that, Shane? Like, oh, this is a gig yeah. you were waiting for. You were waiting for this, weren't you? It was really it was really cool. They sounded great. Uh, I don't yeah. know how we sounded. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think we played okay. Yeah, and uh, Aaron from the Spits, I keep in contact with him a lot. He's very interested in Vespas as well. It's kind of funny how everyone wants a scooter. And continuing on, I have another gift for you, Trevor. This is a ticket to Roger Ramjet's Rave Up, the gig where I met Darren from The Vindicators, because this band, The Vindicators, came from Calgary to play Roger Ramjet's Rave Up. No video footage found yet from that gig. We're still looking. We're still looking, Darren, Darren for that footage. Darren there is video footage, apparently, from that this gig. gig. Yes. He told me he has a lot of footage of uh, Vindicators and the Gruesomes. 
that are unearthed right now in his basement. He was looking for some Roger Ramjet footage, but there's a little ticket there to wow. go. That was the first time I met Darren. They came all the way from Calgary, Alberta, to the Band of Vindicators, and I remember they covered hate, and they later contributed that to the compilation that I put out. And today on the Nardwarder Human Serviette Radio Show, we have Nervous Talk, <laughs> the descendants, the descendants. Of, of the Vindicators? Of the Vindicators in a Slightly. weird way. Uh, did you know anything about the Vindicators and Darren? What are your interactions with Darren and the Vindicators? With Darren, mostly just um, like having burgers and like maybe a pint or listening to him play tunes at 510. Back in Calgary. That's in the Calgary, hot spot. Calgary, yeah. And for Nervous Talk, what's coming up? Like, how was your tour? You actually played Auto Explosion. Yeah. You that played was a, Auto Explosion. That was a really fun trip. We, we flew out there. We flew to Toronto, played at the... Some place. It's like a video game place. Little place, something video. Uh, anyways, then we took the train. We arranged it so there was no driving at yeah. all, and we just took trains everywhere. So you could drink. It so cut, we well, it cut out. <laughs> yeah. It cut out all the drama and fighting. We're like, well, we don't have a vehicle. No one's gonna fight about who's Except driving. Except it actually created <laughs> more because every plane that we had to take, uh, we ended up putting our drinks on Todd's credit card with when he was sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> so we owe him a couple hundred bucks. So you took that. the train to Ottawa. So we took the train. We flew into Toronto. Uh, played the show. Took the train to Ottawa. Um, and Paul Lawton picked us up from the from the train station, and then uh, we went to the went to the show, had a blast at Ottawa Explosion, and then the next day we hopped on a train and went to Montreal to yeah. play the hang to play the Ottawa Explosion Hangover show with uh, with Sonic Avenues, and Needles and Pins, Steve Adamac, basically yeah. every really cool. good band we played with. And then uh, you take the train back to Toronto. No, I think we flew, flew out of Montreal. Then we flew home from Montreal. Was anybody else on the train? Like, because they thought it was a good idea to take the train. Like, any other rock and rollers or punks? Did you know any Mohawks or leather? No, jackets? there was uh, just very normal people on the train. And you also did some gigs with the Clorox Girls. Yeah, the Clorox yeah. Girls. Oh, yeah, yeah. We did down, uh, I guess, as far as Portland, Seattle, and then back up to Vancouver, uh, and that finished off at the Hindenburg. And stuff is happening. Tomorrow night. Oh, yeah, point sticks. <laughs> no, the point of sticks and nervous talk. And the end of uh, our- I was going to say, did you see that Clorox Girls show? No. Because Justin Marr from Clorox Girls, he, uh, he got electrocuted and his guitar was set on fire. When? When they played at the Hindenburg. He jumped <laughs> up and stuck his, the neck of his guitar into the chandelier <laughs> that hangs at the Hindenburg, and it stuck and fucking zapped him and the head of his guitar was on fire and it broke one of the strings off and his arm was just hanging he was like being electrocuted for a couple seconds it was amazing did he continue on with the set or was that the he did and even funnier uh jeff uh, fashionism played that and jeff cut his forehead open a little bit uh with the microphone and we all kind of thought he put like fake blood on him so justin after he got electrocuted he jumped up and head butted the chandelier and it cut his head open like Gigi Allen open and bled everywhere and then kind of made fun of Jeff on stage. <laughs> Did he use the Canadian medical system after that at all? Uh, uh, you mean whiskey? Because <laughs> yeah. you couldn't get away with that in the States. It'd be pretty expensive, wouldn't you? Getting all wrapped yeah, there would have been a lawsuit. Right now, we have a bunch of tunes to end the Nardwarta Human Serviette radio show. What do we have coming up right now? Uh, we have some of you. Is it? Uh, We're going to eventually get to you. I think. Yeah, yeah, eventually. It, hopefully. Uh, next time. Actually, yes, I think we might have to hurry to get to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. The next record we're playing is The Kids from Belgium. Uh, it's called We Are the Prisoners. It's a different version of The Kids, though, isn't it? 
Like the title, it's not. They're not called the kids. I'm not no, no, that's sure. the kids. The album's called Naughty Kids. Oh, really? It's the For second one. Oh, I thought the name of the band. I thought they changed their name to like no. Naughty Kids. No, so this is the kids, and then we're gonna follow up with some Nervous Talk, your own band, yeah. and then and, the best band of all time, the Ramones. If we have time, hopefully we'll be able to squeeze that in. Yeah. And you guys are playing tomorrow night, Nervous Talk, with the Point of Sticks at the Rickshaw in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Why should people care about Nervous Talk? Why should people care? Uh, I, I don't have a, a reason. All right. Well, <laughs> thanks so well, much. Well, Shane does. Well, I don't know. Why should anyone care about anything? I don't know. <laughs> well, uh, thanks so much, Nervous Talk. Keep on rocking in the free world and do do the loop do. Do do.
Do something!